Welcome to episode six of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, along with my other hosts, Megan Peters, and on the phone, Christian Hoffer. Guys, wowie wowie, we got some news. This, I am excited to talk about Pokemon this week because there is, we finally have gotten the Sword and Shield news we have been waiting for this morning. And yes. it's uh, at first glance, I love it, and I I love the new. Le- first of all, we got new legendaries. They're they have been shown. I love them. I love them both. I like the shield one more. I don't know its name because I have hadn't had a chance to learn it yet. But that shield one is my new favorite. Yeah, that one's called Zamazenta. And uh, Great. nice and easy rolls off. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Just rolls off the tongue there. Um, I, I like the fact that it's kind of got this like retractable shield thing. Going. Yeah, we've got like uh, we, we got two promo images for it. And in the second one, the shield is like much wider. So um, I'm, I'm personally a fan of uh, Zacian, which Same. is the yeah one who's just carrying around a big sword in its mouth. Just, you know, as as dogs are want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, before we get too deep into uh, Sword and Shield, we're going to save that for, for the last half. This is, if this is your first time coming to A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, welcome. We talk about a lot of Pokemon things. A lot of Pokemon things. Video game stuff, trading card game stuff, collectible stuff. If you like Pokemon, you have just found the best Pokemon podcast to listen to. Hands down. Easy peasy. We have a bunch of reviews that say so. Yes. So I'm not, I'm, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> you can find a new podcast every Thursday. We do, we go once a week, uh, unless, you know, big news happens, but big news happened to happen as we're recording, so we don't have to do a special episode. It's all great. Uh, we generally go through some news bits in uh, the first part, then we do a bit of a deep dive in the second part, and then Christian regales us with uh, tales of Pokemon facts that sometimes gross us out and sometimes just make us feel like a smarter Pokemon fan. So... With that being said, Sword and Shield, obviously big stuff. We want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Megan wants to talk about it. Christian wants to talk about it. We need to get hit some other stuff first. Uh, should we start with the trading card game stuff, or should we start with Pokemon Go stuff? I'm going to let let you guys pick. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, let, let's talk about the Pokemon trading card game thing, because that that was a career accomplishment for me. And then Christian's about uh, to show off right now. Here we go. Hey, it's, it's <laughs> do it. Do it. One of, my, one of my life goals has always been to uh, get to interview some of the people behind Pokemon. And so last month, we actually had an opportunity to do so. Uh, I got to speak with uh, the game director of the Pokemon trading card game um, about why certain Pokemon uh, got to are, appear in the tag team cards. You know, So uh, for those of you who aren't as up-to-date on the Pokemon trading card game... There's a new car- type of card called Tag Team GX cards, which have two Pokemon on them instead of one. And they have I will these, say, like, if you've watched any of our unboxings, Megan and I have terrible luck trying to pull those. Yes. Just putting that out there. But that's, I get very that, excited that, when we do pull one. <laughs> that's because you guys don't have me around. So that, <laughs> True. That's Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. No, 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 it's fine. Um, anyways, so... Uh, we got a chance to talk with um, the game director of the Pokemon trading card game about why some of these Pokemon, uh, excuse me, Pokemon were chosen. Um, one of my favorites. Um, the interview goes live um, 
after this podcast goes up. So it goes live at 9 a.m. on comicbook.com on Thursday. Um, and one of my favorite parts is when they talk about Magikarp and Slow, uh, not Magikarp, Psyduck and Slowpoke and why they're on a tag team card together, um, which is kind of amazing. It can do a thousand damage. And that, that is why we don't mess with Psyduck. That's going to be, that's going to be a card everyone wants. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, these these Pokemon, you know, they they kind of space out, but when they're in a jam, they will kill you. They will <laughs> literally kill you. Yeah. So the, the the what I thought was most interesting about this entire process was one super cool. Like like this guy, this is a guy who makes the rules for the mm. game, right? Like game mechanics, the works, and so you know to to be able to talk to someone like that, it was super cool, super cool moment. Um, not only for Christian, but for you know for us here at Comic Book because we we just love that stuff. But also, that I, I loved um, normally when we do interviews, on co- you know, at Comic Book, it, even if it's an email interview, it usually takes place over three, four days, maybe a week at most, mm-hmm. because we're you know we're dealing with uh, someone who speaks Japanese and there's translators involved and things like that. Like this was like a month long process, and so as we kept getting like every new update, I just kept getting more and more excited. And I, no joke, like I, I read the interview um, when it came in, and it, it's great. It's, it's a fascinating look um, that is sort of a peek behind the curtains on why the trading card game does, does, what, it, does what it does. Um, mm-hmm. You know, why, you know, when they introduced the tag team stuff, like that was a huge, huge change to the gameplay mechanics. And he goes into that uh, a bit in the interview too. So definitely check it out tomorrow as you're listening to this because it will be up and live. So that was very, very cool. Uh, were there any other interesting tidbits you can tease from that one, Christian? Um, we, we get to learn about Mewtwo and Mew working together, uh, which mm. like uh, it's kind of funny because that actually... They're like, okay, we're going to do Mewtwo and Mew. Let's let's hit up the artist, and the artist's like, here you go. I already have a piece done. <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting. They were ready. Yeah. Um, and it kind of shows Mewtwo, uh, Mew coming to Mewtwo's defense at, in some sort of like lab setting, and like you know, so Mewtwo's there, and like Mew just like pops in to help his son. <laughs> out. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of really cool art. They they just released an alternate art version of that card, um, which shows like Mew all like happy and like bouncing around, and Mewtwo just going like, "What am I doing here?" And his like hands or his head's buried in his hands, and he just looks frustrated as all get out by uh, Mew. And like I, I think that's going to be like one of the most popular cards that we'll see this year, uh, just because the art alone is delightful. Honestly, I just want like an entire like short. OVA anime special that's just based on that premise of like yeah. Mew and Mewtwo but like slice of life drama like what do they fight about trying to eat for breakfast because I feel like yeah. you would probably eat like avocado toast uh, but like Mewtwo's definitely a like sausage bacon egg kind of guy yeah he, he I probably that. like steak for breakfast um oh uh, well, yeah yeah Mewtwo's probably or Mew's probably a vegan Oh, uh. for sure. He's hitting up Jamba Juice. <laughs> There's no doubt. Or whatever the Pokemon equivalent of that is. Put some like berries in there. <laughs> Today on Mew and Two. That's, yes, that's, there we even yeah. have a name. A perfect, see? Mew and Two. Perfect. Maybe maybe that'll be the next Pokemon live action movie. Um <laughs> is is we'll get the body the, the buddy cop. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. The buddy cop Mew and Two movie. 
As long as we get Bill Nye referring to Mew as the ancient Mew over and over <laughs> and over again, I, I'm I'm all for that. All right. Well, well, we will immediately start writing that up and petitioning. <laughs> One of the many many online petitions that are out there. <laughs> we'll start our own. <laughs> it's Adventure Week for Pokemon Go players. It, yes, that that is a thing. Wow, you uh, sound zero <laughs> points excited for this one. Well, I, I I like the fact that I'm getting like buddy candies every time I sneeze, so that's awesome. <laughs> so the the big part about that is you get uh it only takes one fourth of the normal distance to get a buddy candy, so that, that's the big pitch of it. Um, there's a bunch of new shiny Pokemon. Uh, Lily, um, Anorith, and Onix are all have shinies in the game now. Uh, so that's that's nice if you like doing that. The, the the issue is is that one of the big draws of this event is that there's um, if you complete 50 kilometers using your adventure sync system, you get 15 rare candies and 50,000 stardust. The problem is is adventure sync isn't a perfect system by any stretch of the imagination. People have complained about it for months, and what does Pokemon Go do? They release an event that requires Adventure Sync to get your big bonus. <laughs> of course. So, and then then they acknowledge the fact that Adventure Sync doesn't work after the event begins, which is, I I, I don't I don't even. Thanks know for nothing, Nantic. Yeah. They were, they were just excited. They just wanted. They just want you to go out there and walk. I'm mean, not gonna lie. I, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, for this event, I will probably try and go for a shiny Onyx. Um, I do love. I do love Onyx. Um, you know what always always disappoints me about the shiny Onyx? Do you remember in the Pokemon anime they had the crystal Onyx and it was yep. like really badass and cool? That, you know, that's they, not the shiny. That's, yeah, that that's not the shiny. It's just like your typical gold Onyx, which which looks okay, but we could have had a crystal Onyx. And yeah. I feel like they they really should have just looked to the anime a little bit sooner for some of these shiny <laughs> inspirations. We could have had so many cooler Pokemon. Yeah. I man, I I truly don't get the allure for shiny Pokemon. Mm-mm. I know I'm. I do not get it. You either. don't either. I, I thought I was kind of in the minority. Nah, I'm like I don't a lot care. of them are just like like you like you broke the color settings on your television. Yeah, and like that's oh surprise shiny Pokemon. And I'm like oh, I kind of like the other colors better. Yeah, yeah. Like I I I. It's something to do when you're waiting for games. Yep. Um, I, I'm going not going to pretend that I haven't done some shiny hunting on uh, some of the Pokemon main series games. I've done a, a lot of loops, hatching hundreds of eggs, trying to get certain shiny Pokemon, <laughs> shiny Bulbasaur, shiny Totodile, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, more often than not, the color schemes just suck. And then, like, the wild shiny Pokemon that you find, like, I remember... The first shiny Pokemon I got in the wild, it was a um, shiny Volbeat, which, yeah, you know, yeah. cool. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My <laughs> my like boyfriend, he like texted me the other day, and he was like, "Hey, I got a shiny Lugia," and I was like, "What? That's not. I don't even know if that's possible. I haven't even caught up. I don't have a Lugia yet. If that's even possible. But I don't know. I was just like." I don't really care. I have like one shiny Togepi that I like hatched or something. And I was like, I'm disappointed. And so I that, never cared a, to do it again. 
That, that's another shiny Pokemon where it's just like the color scheme on the eggs, the blue triangles are red triangles and the red triangles are blue triangles. Like, good luck telling the difference. Yeah, like I got it. It was like all the shiny stuff around it. And I was like, oh, what literally is the difference? There's yep. there's absolutely no but difference. Even, but even like like how I, just, I, I know people love the shiny Charizard, but like, Why? Like, I just don't get it. I don't. The shiny Charizard's cool. It's black-skinned. It's, like, badass, you know? They basically copied it for uh, Mega Charizard X, I think. Yes. One of the Mega Charizards, you know, yeah. it's got black skin and the blue fire. I mean, that, that one at least looks kind of cool. I mean, it's better than shiny Venusaur, which is just Venusaur but green. And Venusaur <laughs> yeah. green. Um, you know, it's... The one thing I'll say is that, like, with shiny Pokemon, like, what I always wanted, and I'm curious to see if Niantic will try to do something with it this summer with the new um, Pokemon anime film coming out, um, Mm YouTube Evolution, um, YouTube Strikes Back Evolution, which is just kind of like a 3D CG uh, remake of the 99 film. Um, For the record, I think looks pretty cool. Yeah, like, I'm I'm getting used to the the aesthetic of it, but what I'm curious to see is if Niantic obviously will do a tie-in promotion um, because they're going to be promoting that film pretty heavily in Japan, and if instead of, like, doing, like, regular Shinies, they'll do, like, the Mewtwo cloned Pokemon... Like, that's That'd what be, I want. Like you, I wanna, you are giving Niantic way too much credit for, for hey, thought here. I'm so, not giving Niantic the credit. I'd be giving the Pokemon company the credit right. for that one. But I would imagine, like, Pokemon company would be like, hey, we should do this. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need 12 months of development to do this. Man, I just <laughs> really want the strike. Yeah. What? How about another Pikachu with a hat? We've only done <laughs> yeah. ten of those. Or just like a Pikachu with like a popcorn bucket or something. Uh. <laughs> but I would I that's what I've always wanted because I always really loved the Mewtwo clone Charizard from mm. the from the original film. Um mm-hmm. as well as the Pikachu. Obviously they're slapping each other. We'll never forget that scene from the anime. Um but I'd really like that. I know it's never gonna happen, but I can dream. <laughs> so the rumor uh, for the Pokemon Go tie-in for Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is that we could get an armored Mewtwo in yeah. Pokemon Go. Yeah. That, that's the rumor. They found a piece of code that says Mewtwo-A, which people think means armored Mewtwo. People want um, that armored Mewtwo. They don't care where they get it. Just give it to them. Yeah. They did yeah. just release, though, a high-end armored Mewtwo figure to promote the film in Japan. It does look pretty sweet, but I'm also it like, looks, this armor is in no way, shape, or form practical. <laughs> it, it looks, it looks. well, remember, it, you know, the armor's not there to protect Mewtwo. Exactly. It's to protect us. I know, but it's still just like, it doesn't even look, it doesn't look feasible to protect or to, with like, restrain him. It just looks Again. like... Bubbles. I don't even know. Megan, you are fan. you are the queen of anime. You should know that armor in anime is neither practical <laughs> nor you know it, it has no effect other than to look cool. Hey, have you ever seen Evangelion? Some of that stuff's <laughs> practical. How dare you? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that was a, a, a enormous tangent that I did not expect everyone to be kind of on board with. Down with the shinies. I hate the shinies. Down. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, there's a, a little bit more Pokemon Go news, and then we'll jump into uh, Sword and Shield because I want to have as much time possible to talk about that. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest is coming up, and what are we getting, Christian? Uh, Jirachi, the new mythical Pokemon. Well, not new, but, you know, he's the mythical Pokemon that first appeared in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. 
Everyone kind of expected that we'd get Jirachi. We're getting Jirachi. Uh, it was added to the code. So you what happened even, last You sound year, even more disappointed about this than you did about Shiny Onyx. I am only disappointed uh, because I'm not going to go. Uh, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. That That's a little bit of a deep dive uh, <laughs> for the for, uh, Galaxy's Edge people. No, I mean, it, it'll be fun. Um, so what happened last year was people who got to attend the event uh, you know, got access to the mythical Pokemon first. There's a cool little quest that you can complete throughout the day, and then you eventually got this Pokemon. Um, and that's what they did last year. They'll probably do it again this year. And the rest of us who didn't win the lottery, literally, to go to Pokemon Go Fest, um, we'll get it sometime later in the summer or fall. So, you know, it'll be fun. Like, they, they don't really play much of a role, but it, it, it's all good. Pokemon's a cool thing, you know? I guess. <laughs> You're just so casual. I'm just excited because I just like I love the Jirachi anime film. Like mm-hmm. I really loved yeah, that, that movie. Like that that's one of my favorites. So I'm just like I can now have my small child with me <laughs> wherever I go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't think Jirachi's gonna do much of anything except looked pretty in my inventory. Uh, I, I I always forget that Jirachi has the third eye on its stomach, which always freaks me out. Yeah. You no, know, because. It, most of the time it's closed. It just looks like it has like a really big belly button. And then that thing opens up and it does its doom desire move and everyone dies. And like, you know, it's, it's scary stuff. You know, it, I, just it's I, just, I just noticed it. So for those of you who are watching the video, uh, we, we in the studio have a monitor that Christian is on and he is in a spot that if you're watching the video, you see Christian in another box. It looks like we are looking over at Christian's box based on where the monitor is. <laughs> I think that is a very cool uh, setup. So thank you, Brian and Brittany and Richard, for setting that up. Uh, producers are, uh, of the show, great job. Uh, <laughs> anyway, when we get back. Yes. It's Sword and Shield time, baby. The moment we've all waited for. Oh, yeah. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got our Pokemon Connect, Nintendo Connect Direct, whatever the hell Direct. they're called now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is it's just so crazy because then we had the Pokemon press conference last week and we have this this week and then E3 is next week. Like, mm-hmm. eh, give me more of that Pokemon info. Um, immediately off the bat when I watched some of the, the, the gameplay trailer stuff and obviously with the two legendaries um, that, that they sort of introduced, it kind of looks like armor stuff may be coming. No, uh, no. it's not happening. I, I, I want to believe. 
We we got a mechanic. We got our new mechanic. It's it's not armored evolution. I personally am kind of glad about that. Yeah, Uh, I like this. What what they pulled out, uh, Dynamax, um, is a lot cooler in my. Well, hold on, but before we get too far down, Christian, why don't you run down basically the bullet points of what we got from the direct, and then we'll we'll tackle it piece by piece. Okay, so we got seven new Pokemon uh, released. Uh, They're called Wooloo. Uh, Corviknight, Gossifleur, Eldegoss, Dreadnaw, and the two legendaries, Zacian and Zamazenta. Uh, All we got easy new... names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wooloo oh, is Wooloo. just Wooloo. Wooloo is a, Wooloo is a, is a, is a great name. I will, Wooloo I will take like that one. a child's one. chocolate drink. I, <laughs> I also do like, I do like Corviknight. I think that's a, yeah, that, that is a super cool name. Feels more like a Digimon name than anything else. Oh, absolutely. It. It's a badass looking Pokemon, though. Yeah. Um, like it's it's a raven that's armored up. Like looks like it will kill you. It's an absolute um, unit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's big. Like you know that thing. It's bigger than like, Charizard. Is it really? Yeah. It, yeah. Oh wow. So it's if a I unit. saw that thing flying around in the sky, I'd be like, oh my god, the end times are here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are one of the like things coming to tell us the apocalypse is here. <laughs> Could you imagine being like you know like living in Pokemon Britain and it's like oh yeah you know. <laughs> Like here's this like flock of like metal death birds, you know, flying <laughs> around. Well, well, so so let's talk about that for a second because uh, obviously, you know, if if you haven't necessarily heard yet about Sword and Shield, um, this this takes place in a Great Britain esque region mm-hmm. of the Pokemon world, the Galar region, yeah, the Galar region, and I would say um, you got a bit of a taste. With, you know, the Alolan stuff uh, when, you know, when that came out that, you know, it was more like a Hawaiian island or whatnot. But to me, these Pokemon feel super British. Yes. Like super British. Yes. Like, like, I I, want to know what Downton Abbey in Galar is like, because like that (laughs) is just. (laughs) I want to eat Wooloo Haggis. That's why I am. I am making a a petition to just have him be quiet the rest of the episode. (laughs) That went went real dark. That was my first thought when I saw Wooloo. Why? Why is that your first thought? I will just say this. When I studied abroad, I like lived in Britain for like a year. Uh, my favorite thing to do when I studied was go sit on this fence outside of my apartment and look at the sheep because there are sheep everywhere. <laughs> there are so many sheep just in the countryside of where I was staying. So when I saw Wooloo, it reminded me of my friends mm-hmm. back in that little pasture over by Bath. So I'm excited for Wooloo. We will not be turning Wooloo into haggis, <laughs> and that is my rant. So who do we think the immediate fan favorite is going to be out of this group? Wooloo. Megan right, right. <laughs> doesn't get to vote. I do. It's a 50-50 split between Wooloo and Gorbanite. Uh, people people love Wooloo because it's this cute, innocent sheep Pokemon that literally rolls away when it's in trouble, which just cracks me up. It's like, oh, like the, the wolf Pokemon are coming for the Wooloo. Oh, it just pops its little legs inside its fur and just rolls away slowly. Uh, so that cracks me up. And Corviknight because it... it it looks pretty badass. It's one of the most metal Pokemon I've ever seen. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Do we think the legendaries look legendary enough? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I that mean, was incredibly convincing. 
I think I mean, honestly, they're... some of the more recent legendaries have looked too legendary. <laughs> and so I think now, like these two are like getting back to like where like Sweet Coon was at. Like you compare Sweet Coon to like like the What's legendary. That? How do you say it, Sweet Coon. No. So During this show, we are we are <laughs> mentioning Pokemon that I have only whose names I have only said in my head. So uh, you got to give. Wait, me, how did you think it was? Said? A Susanine or something? Like, I had, <laughs> oh, oh, all right, no, all right. Okay. Look, it? I said I, it in I, my head that way, and it was totally fine. That's okay. It's it's there. This is a very safe, accepting zone. But yeah, like Sweet Coon, like I feel like Sweet Coon and these legendaries are like pretty comparable in like design, but also kind of like fantasy elements as compared to something like. Deoxys or something, <laughs> where it's like DNA ribbon spaghetti from space. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm happy with it. I'm glad that we finally have legendary dogs. Yes. Because the legendary beasts from Pokemon Gold and Silver are not dogs. And it just drives me up a wall. What do you mean they're wall. not dogs? Are they, are they're you, not. Like they're, they're giant technically cats. Not dogs? One of them is literally a saber-toothed tiger, Jim. Two yeah. of them oh, are saber-toothed tigers. Yeah, so now we got our good wolf boys. And now we have, like, so many now gaming wolves with swords in their mouths. I immediately thought of, like, Twilight Princess Zelda when I saw the wolves. I was like, (laughs) yes! Uh, There's a Dark Souls character that's literally just a giant wolf with a sword, and apparently we're getting our first Dark Souls crossover into the Pokemon franchise with Zacian. Um, So, yeah, that, those, those, they're they're fine. I think people are going to have a lot of fun having a dog with a big ass sword running around in its mouth. Um, I've already seen like a dozen great memes about it. So it, it, they're, they're, they're good. They're, 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 they're good dogs, Jim. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well. All dogs are good dogs. <laughs> good boys. <laughs> uh, you briefly mentioned the new mechanic, Dynamax. Ugh. You didn't, you didn't say that Whoa. with enough. Megan, incredibly unhappy about this one. Christian seemed to be pretty excited about it. Now I would like to see uh, what's going on here. Are, are you going to let us fight? Yep. <laughs> and this- so that was immediately the first thing when, when when I walked in, and Charlie here was just like, "It's like kaiju Pokemon," and I was like, "Oh dear God." <laughs> yeah, uh, but in this fight, I'm Godzilla because I win. <laughs> okay, all right. So so explain what what this is and and what uh, theoretically it can do to gameplay. Okay. So in this game, you will get a Dynamax band, which will allow you to supersize your Pokemon in certain places only. Um, when you Dynamax a Pokemon, it basically becomes the size of a like medium-sized skyscraper. Um, it only lasts for three rounds, so there's still a strategic element to it. And also, your moves become max moves, which have additional effects besides being able to blow up cities, I guess. Um, so, like, um, they, but, they... But wouldn't there, like, if someone gets to that point, like, they're... Mm-hmm you know, dynamaxed out and they're facing a regular Pokemon. Yeah. When you, you think just like a max move should just like knock that other Pokemon out. If it's the I mean, size of we, a house. That's what we said about Z moves too. I mean, there was a Z move that you literally how I feel dropped an move, asteroid so. onto yeah. another Pokemon and didn't always kill it. So, you know, it's comparable. I, I think I, I like the imagery of the Dynamax battles where it's like two massive Pokemon just going full on Godzilla on each other and like people cheering. That just cracks me up. Um, it's a very it feels like a very British thing to me. 
um, oddly enough. Like, I, I could totally just see, like, thousands of Brits sitting in a soccer stadium watching <laughs> two Pokemon just murder each other and, like, you know, blowing up. There's explosions everywhere. Shrapnel's getting flung, flung into the stands and, like, the crazy soccer hooligans are just cheering for it as they get wiped out by debris. Um, so, yeah, I like that. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it does. It, it kind of goes the Z-move route for me. Well, so, okay, so I want to, real quick, so last week, or maybe the week before, we brought up would Z-moves be brought to Sword and Shield? Are we thinking this is a replacement for Z-moves and Z-moves is strictly an, an Alolan thing, or... Do we think we just haven't? They just haven't announced it yet. It'll be a post-game edition, I guess. Um, I think so. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence after seeing how I guess integral Dynamax could be to some of the strategic like battles you have to do. Mm-hmm. I, I would kind of be surprised if Z moves was added. I feel like they're going to try to start. I think differentiating and isolating these region-specific things. Well, that's more. that's what I kind of like. I kind of like that. Like if. Like I like each region sort of having its own super move, for lack mm-hmm. of a better uh, term. Yeah. Where, like, inevitably, right, in the grand scheme of it all, five, ten years down the line, mm-hmm. when you're able to hop from region to region to region and, and whatever, like, if you're... Like, you can still do Z moves, but you can only do Z moves with, like, Alolan Pokemon and, you know, uh, do uh, the the weird Power Ranger make my monster grow move uh, with the Galar region Pokemon. Um, and you know, as the you know, other ones, you know, potentially pop up. Like I, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Uh, I, strangely enough, I do too. It, I think it, that's very, I think that's very much going to be where this franchise heads in about it, 10, 15 years. And I years. think for me though, a lot of like the Z move stuff now, cause I've been watching a lot of the sun and moon anime, uh, mm-hmm. which with, is amazing. Everyone with, should watch with my it. daughter. It's, it's very good. Um, yeah. The Z moves feel way more of a cultural thing mm-hmm. for the Alolan region than they do, like just as a thing. Mm-hmm. And I would like this, you know, uh, this other thing to be that for um, for Galar. So Galar, this means when you have a Dynamax Pokemon, you then immediately go out and get tea with them, <laughs> have some, <laughs> you know, just some cultural acceptance, some cultural exchange with your Pokemon. But, yeah, I, I mean, the Dynamax thing. I think it's something that they set it up that it can only be done in the Galar region because there's only specific spots that you can do it in. It's not like, you know, a, a Pokemon battle breaks out in the middle of London and suddenly they're like taking Big Ben and flinging it at each other. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, that, that, <laughs> that's kind of nice. Um, but I think, I think what, as with all things, it'll be something because you don't want bring in Z moves in like Pokemon Sun and Moon and then like t- totally take it away. So it, it won't be emphasized in this game, but eventually, you know, after you become Pokemon champion, like, I don't know how will show up and like, oh, by the way, I've got this Z band, you know, here you go. And here's a bunch of Z crystals. And that that'll just be that. I mean, that's what they did with Mega Evolution um, in Pokemon Sun and Moon. And I, I think it's going to go the same way. Mm-hmm. Um so something well, I hope that you're you, wrong. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I never am about Pokemon Gym. Uh, wow. All right. We're taking bets now. Leave, well, give a, well, leave a comment even, below. But you don't even like. But you don't even like this new this new thing. I'm not a fan. I just feel like I'm just. Uh, it's very weird. Like Z moves. I was 
pretty on with it when it when it was announced. Right. I was like, oh, it's cool. You like you like vibe with your Pokemon. Mega <laughs> Evolutions. I was kind of pretty like meh about. Oh, and see, to, I love Mega Evolutions. And to be honest, I still kind of am not in love with Mega Evolutions. I definitely appreciate them more from a strategic point of view, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very much the same way about Dynamax as I do how I did about the Mega Evolutions. Like, I think it looks cool aesthetically. Like, mm-hmm. I love the idea, like, like Hoffer saying, like, people going to a stadium. Like, they can do that in the Gullah region because they probably have free health care. <laughs> 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 they can probably then go to the hospital when they've gotten hit with shrapnel. <laughs> so it's very much a British thing. Um, but, like, I, I'm just not in love with it, I guess. Like, I definitely appreciate that there's, like, the three-turn strategic element to it, but I just mm-hmm. feels super gimmicky. I, I think it's going to have to be something that I sit down and play and appreciate the same that I did with Mega Evolutions. Um, but I was, like, on board with Z-Moves from the start, and I still, like, love them, so. I really like the the thing where, like, you have the band, and you're like, no, I'm going to... Dynamax my Pokemon and suddenly the Pokeball becomes like beach ball size and you have to throw <laughs> yeah. it with both hands like a soccer ball. Um that that's kind of where I like bought into it. I was like, okay, that's hilarious. And I so, want my Bulbazar to be fifty foot tall. I don't know if I missed it or not, but did they um so like with Z moves you get a bracelet and there's Z crystals. Is there an apparatus for, for Dynamax that we we saw? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh there is a Dynamax band. Okay. Uh, I do not believe there will be crystals or, you know, like items that you have to get. They didn't seem to showcase that at all in the trailer or in the subsequent press releases and whatnot. Okay. Um, but you will have a band. Uh, so at some point, like with all these bands that people get, I think that we're just eventually just going to have like a full arm sleeve. Uh, that's what I, I mean. It's gonna yeah. look, you're going to look like, uh, you know, someone who just went to like four raves uh, you know, uh, on a that's Saturday a very night. British thing. <laughs> yeah. It's I all mean, planned. The, or it's going to be like Yugi with his like, you know, like he's, yeah. he's, he's got his like <laughs> oh, yeah. bracelet and then he's got his card thing. And, you know, it's going to be like that at, at some point. Cause it's, it's getting pretty ridiculous. now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, my, my bottom line is I'm just kind of meh about the Dynamax, except for how it likens to Godzilla, because now I have the image in my head of Psyduck versus Godzilla. <laughs> so this is just, so this is just, it's not like a mega evolution. So if it Dynamaxes, it's the same Pokemon, just yeah. mm-hmm. a billion feet tall, mm-hmm. not like a mega. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So you have like a 50 foot Sobble or a 50 foot Caterpie, <laughs> which terrifying. <laughs> Misty would die if she saw that. It's actually funny. I, this total, total kind of tangent. I was watching the season finale of Doom Patrol, and, and it has a, a giant cockroach that sort of looms over uh, a town. So it was like a, basically a cockroach got Dynamaxed, and that's the only vision I have in my head right now. Um, Terrifying. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> well, what else did uh, we learn about Sword and Shield today? So we got a wild area, which is going to be kind of this like open world area in which different wild Pokemon will appear depending on the weather and the time of day and there's all sorts of different things but what seems to be coming back and they've kind of they they didn't spell it out in the press release but it it seems like we're getting your Pokemon let's go Pokemon appearing in the overworld map wandering around and then you can encounter them so that that so this is like uh, Pokemon Let's Go Unregulated Pokemon Safari. 
Yes. Pokemon Safari yeah, without borders. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like this big, huge, open area, like, setting. So it's not like, you know, like, oh, you have Route 1. Like, no, this is, like, all of Galar. And then, like, the cities kind of are inside of this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a kind of Breath of the Wild-esque. So no, so no, safe. no hunting in tall grass for these. Uh, there, yeah, there, there's some of that. Well, there'll be, yeah, they'll, they'll be tall tall, like, like, let's go tall grass is what I mean. Um, it seems to be a mix, actually. Yeah, because sometimes you'll just get like an exclamation point that comes over the grass. So, you oh. know, something's there, but you won't know what. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you'll see it. And sometimes you'll see a Pokemon and it'll start running away from you. Other times you'll or see you a Pokemon run away from it. and it'll start chasing after you. Um, so different Pokemon do different things. That's, that's pretty cool. I would love um, it if there was like a super overpowered Pokemon that you sort of encountered in the wild that you knew you could not just sort of defeat, but because it was chasing you in the wild mm-hmm. and you entered the battle and whatnot and you could not run and it just totally destroyed you. I feel like that would be like if you ran into the legendary cause they're dogs and they'd just be like, <laughs> love me, pet me, give me all the good love. And you'd be like, or I'm not ready to go. you. With my knife. Yeah, it's like, I'm. you are running. I know you just want a pet, but you have a sword in your mouth, my friend. I do not want to mess with you. I do not run with scissors. Yeah, but let like... Let alone giant swords. Exactly. But no, I, I think it's interesting, because I'm surprised I did not think that this gameplay mechanic would show up in here from yeah. Let's Go, I am, which I really I, loved. Yeah, I love that gameplay um, mechanic so much. So I'm pretty excited to see how this works out. I did very much get like Breath of the Wild esque vibes from when it was showing like the large landscape. Well, a lot of this game sort of Um, gave me gave me a bunch of that, and that's I think that that's the type of mm -hmm. you know gameplay that we wanted to see from a Pokemon. Very much so, and I think you know in in three to five years we're gonna definitely get something that is as ingrained and as technical and as like there's many easter eggs and as complex as breath of the wild but just seeing it i couldn't help but feel like like oh this looks kind of like breath of the wild light Mm -hmm. but again this is this is pretty premature footage we're still they're 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 slow rolling things it's just like how movie trailers digitally take things out of footage uh, to like keep you in suspense i mean I'm, i'm sure the pokemon company is treating this the same way um so i'm curious to see the final product or as we move towards the final product of how enriched the the wild area will become like to see like items on the ground like stuff like that i want to see how interactive it can be because breath of the wild is very interactive um so i'm curious how much time the pokemon company and game freak um had to kind of like explore that. that concept um so i'm very excited about it cool um uh, we we also have uh we also have the max raids that's the other big thing oh yeah right mm-hmm. the max raids so Which, this is no. Go ahead. I was gonna say. So oh, why don't you explain it, and then I'll ask my question. So this is basically like the if you've played Pokemon Go, they have these raids where everyone has to work together to take out this like souped-up Pokemon. Well, now they literally have that mechanic in Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield with these Dynamax Pokemon. So you and up to three other trainers can go into one of these max raids, and the four of you have to work together to take out this Dynamax Pokemon. And certain Pokemon can only be captured by completing a max raid. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now, Megan made the joke earlier, basically, that we have zero faith in Nintendo's online capabilities to actually make this work. Mm-hmm. Do we feel like this is more of a local play thing, or is this something that, that will be a, an internet thing? It has both. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, you but can... But what do you think will work? Um, I would stick with local as much as you can. I mean, 
Pokemon, say what you want, but uh, about Nintendo's online capability, it's awful. I'm not going to disagree with that. But the Pokemon games have always had like pretty good yeah. online capabilities. I mean, I've always been able to trade what I wanted to trade, been able to battle what I want to battle. Um, so this is a little bit different because it's a little bit live, you know, a little bit more coordinated. So I'm interested to see if, like, you find, like, a max raid, if it'll go, like, do you want to fight this on your own? Because you can have AI support trainers if you wanted, or do you want to, like, do pairing on the internet? So I'm curious to see how this all will work. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Nintendo's online capability. It's all been pretty terrible so far. But Pokemon's been kind of at the forefront of that stuff, basically since Pokemon Red and Blue. So we'll see. Yeah, I think... I definitely think local is going to be the way to go. I have very notorious feelings on Nintendo's online capabilities, but I think it'll be really interesting because, like, you see so many people. Like, there's a big park downtown that I go to a lot, and there's like it's it's notorious for having gyms everywhere and Pokestops. Yeah. And I just know as soon as this game comes out, there's going to be so many people with their switches <laughs> just gathered together trying to find groups of three. It's going to be like when they're playing that game in elementary school, and someone calls a number, and you have to find that group of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're that one left out. You're not getting this raid done. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I'm already starting to like coordinate. Like, who do I know who has a switch that's local that I'll be able to do this with? Well, um, and I think that I think that you'll be able to do you know, like so if me and you wanted to do a raid together, Megan, mm-hmm. which we, we will. Could, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's coming. Um, we'll we'll be able to do that without much issue. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I, I, so overall, I, I overall, how do we feel about uh, the news today? Good. Is this is this what we wanted? Is this what we needed? Yeah, yeah. So. I'm I'm really excited for these games. Um, I I like everything that we saw so far. Uh, I like how much personality these games seem to have. Like yeah. the Galar re- region seems to have a lot more personality than the Alola region. Yes, and absolutely. that pleases me. Like, like uh, initially, he, Christian always like second guesses what his answer is going to be. It's like, mm, yes, and I then a, and then goes into fifty reasons why he loves it. I was like, I'm deciding, <laughs> and then I'm convinced. <laughs> nah, I'm definitely with Christian on that. I mean, when they introduce the human characters, like Leon, <laughs> looks like there's already so many thirst tweets about Leon, and it makes me vastly uncomfortable. <laughs> but, so over the top. Yeah, he's he got, is just like, extra. He's got like the Tony Stark facial hair. Uh, he's wearing like one of those like crazy baseball caps, which you know they don't have the bent um, visor. He's got a goddamn cape that's <laughs> fur lined and has ads on the back. That's what, I mean, what what is even up with that? Who wears a cape with advertisements? Uh, people in Britain, apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah, at least Leon does. But like Sonia, was that her name? The girl with the orange hair? I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. there are. I, I couldn't like I was trying to find like some just like some reaction news early about the Pokemon and I could not find anyone talking about the Pokemon. They were all talking about Sonya. They were <laughs> yeah. all just like when Misty gets upgraded and they had like uh, like the meme pictures of like enhance one thousand percent and you get Sonya. Which I agree, like she looks super cute and I'm I'm very I'm already very interested in the characters, which is not something that I felt with game. Sun and Moon. Yeah. Even still playing the game, I don't feel that connection. The thing that got me connected to the Sun and Moon characters was the anime. Yeah. So yeah. this already no, I, makes me very excited for the uh, Sword of Shield anime generation we're going to get because, I mean, the Alolan anime is running kind of towards its climax right now. Mm-hmm. So very excited for that. 
the I like the uh, the new gym uh, one that we got um, the the Milo the the grass type gym leader. He looks so freaking buff on the upper half, but he's got these like skinny little legs. And that's just surprise. Christian likes the grass gym. (laughs) He just he just makes me laugh. Like he's this like big buff dude who skips like leg day. Also, probably a very British thing. Uh, (laughs) Oh boy! That's why I like just come across in the travels the the Great British Bake Off tent. uh, Just oh my gosh! Oh my god! Please. Well, they they did mention that in this game, like it's very much kind of like Rhyme City. Like this is a region where like Pokemon and and humans humans live in like harmony. And they were saying like you might get a job and you might be working with Pokemon. So I do not get to go buy Pokemon pastries. And have like a chancy or something make my Pokemon pastries, and it's like Great British Bake Off style. <laughs> what is the point? What is the point? Where it? What is it? Well, clearly there is more Pokemon Sword and Shield news uh, on the way. E three is next week, so I'm sure we'll get uh, some more stuff there. Potentially first look at some, you know, some true gameplay stuff. Uh, this was a, a picture perfect direct in, in the matter in the sense of getting everything that they needed to get out about this game to whet everyone's appetite, you know, make everyone thirsty, get everyone, uh, you know, show some really cool Pokemon. Legendaries are cool. The gameplay mechanic looks pretty cool. I wish this game came out tomorrow. But it doesn't, uh, so we just need to move on. Yeah, it comes yep. out November 15th, so everyone can yes. mark that on their calendars because right. I already have. <laughs> already taking that day off. It <laughs> is time for our Pokemon fact of the week. All right. Is now, it I gross appreciate or not? It that uh, Christian did not put the answer in the notes. He mm. just put the question. So now we get to truly figure it out. Do we need a gore warning right now? It's a gross one. It's not gory. It is disturbing, as are 50% of these book of facts. Okay, you've been warned, uh, everyone. <laughs> this week uh, involves uh, everyone's favorite, Lickitung. Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the question is is as we know, Lickitung has this huge tongue. Why does it cause paralysis? Does it like secrete a poison? It's gotta, it's gotta be a poison thing. It just secretes grossness. I don't even want to know where it comes from, though. It, it has nothing to do with secreting grossness. Oh wait, does it make you so sticky you can't move? No, no, it's it's even worse. Okay. Oh so no. Look look at tongue licks everything. That that is well established. Like it sees a new thing, it licks it. Okay. It also likes to clean things. Uh so look at tongue cleans everything with its tongue. Uh it doesn't really go into like detail about the paralysis, but the inference, and this is supported by Lickitung's origins that we'll talk about in a second, is that all the grossness that Lickitung picks up on in its saliva then gets passed on to you. And it literally says, oh, like, gross. the saliva instantly causes rashes. Oh, like, oh, you know that scene where um, in P- Detective Pikachu yeah. where he gets, like, slimed by Lickitung? What they didn't show was Tim immediately breaking out into, like, pustules from it. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Well, that's it. Now I just no. imagine Lickitung licking a subway pole and then yep. licking your face. And just like, Bruh. did Lickitung cause like the bubonic plague in that universe oh or gosh. something? It, it could have, but so here's where it's even nastier. You said subway pole, Jim, if only it were limited to subway poles, because Lickitung is based off of a yokai, a Japanese spirit called, and I'm probably going to butcher this and I apologize, 
an economy, uh, A-K-A-N-A-M-E. It is a long-tongued uh, long yokai, and guess what it cleans? Guess how it shows up? In okay. toilets. Dead people? Uh, toilets, yes, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> if you have a filthy bathroom, this yokai will show up to clean it with its tongue. And and yeah, and Lickitung is like clearly based off this because Lickitung has one claw on each of its foot, and this yokai has one claw on each of its foot, and they also have seven foot long tongues. Right. So that's right. Lickitung cleans bathrooms, then looks you, and that's well, why you probably die. So when you go potty later today, just think that is where Lickitung, Lickitung comes from. That's also just like great. Great, like motivation to keep your bathroom clean. Yeah, <laughs> you just want a wild lick a tongue to appear. Oh God! On that, yeah, no. this lick a tongue's just standing outside your house, just staring at you with its tongue like lopped out. It's like, oh God, must be bathroom cleaning day. I gotta <laughs> it's time to get those chores done. Well, on that note, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, uh, the best Pokemon podcast you're going to find on the internet. Uh, to recap, every Thursday is a new episode, and uh, we have a like that we are just getting started on the the Sword and Shield news train, and so I am really excited for what you know the next months are going to bring and. And, uh, and what we've got. Not to mention the stuff coming for the training card game, stuff coming for, for Go, uh, Comic-Con's coming up, so who knows Who knows what we'll get there. Um, I uh, meant to uh, pull up a review. Uh, please, if you if you like this show and you think it's, uh, think it's good, mm-hmm. I like to think it's good, mm-hmm. um, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to it, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever, leave us a review. Uh, and if you leave us a five-star review, uh, we will uh, read it on air. And if we do, and you hear it, you can win a comicbook.com t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a review up oh. if you want me to read it now. Uh, well, I, I, just, I just pulled one up, and it's one I, okay. I want to read because uh, the username for this one is my favorite. Uh, this is from Wolf Blitzer's Beard. Uh, mm. uh, headline, Best I Found. And his review goes, uh, got back into Pokemon about two years ago, and I've been looking for a podcast like this one. Good rundown of the news, nostalgia, and everything else. I look forward to it each week for the morning and evening commutes. Great work, and keep up the ep- keep the episodes coming, guys. So thank you, Wolf Blitzer's Beard. Obviously, big fan. Big fan. Uh, five out of five on that review. I am going yep. to read uh, one more uh, from B3N Friend. Ben Friend, maybe? Maybe. Uh, great stuff. Three likable hosts, great conversations, interesting deep dives into the Pokemon lore, and an obvious freeing of uh, obvious feeling of passion from everyone involved behind the scenes. This has become one of the podcasts I most look forward to uh, during the week. Keep up the good work, all. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. Uh, the reviews, I mean, look, the reviews help us be able to do more uh, with this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it pop up uh, in iTunes a bit more. Tell your parents, tell your friends, tell your grandparents. Uh, the more the merrier, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. look, we. We're Pokemon is still having an incredible year. Uh, you don't want to be the friend that doesn't know anything about Pokemon when all the other people in the room know about it. And this, True. With, like a tongue fact, will make you the coolest person in the room. Or it'll make you a pariah. One or, or the other. That will not make you the coolest person in the room. <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter at Jim Biscardi. You can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I am C Hoffer C Bus on Twitter. 
E3 is next week, folks. We'll see you then. <laughs>